You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Peter Street on 7FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness programme, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Hello, boys. Good morning. How Hello. are we? How are we today? You go first. Oh, okay. Hello. How are we? Well, let me ask you a question. Oh, yeah. answer Fine, it. I'll you. kill you. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm lovely. Thank you. Oh, you look lovely today. Oh. Hey, it's a big day for me today. How are you, by the way? Your big day for you? Well, I've just weighed myself. Oh, yeah. I'm below the 15 stone <gasps> milestone. Stone. Ah, wow. Point. Yes, big day, big day. Did you unscrew that false leg before you weighed? Uh, I took the uh, <laughs> cucumber out of the tinfoil at me. Um, That's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. That's good. So yes, it's, it's it is. bearing fruition. Oh, it is, mate. It's all fruition and eating and uh, in a fruition style Good. Yeah. Our scales are broken. Are they? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Why? Why I'm bothered. Okay. I'm not bothered. Why are you not bothered, bothered? Because you can tell when you lose your mate because your trousers get a bit looser and you Gen- use I've, your moobs. I've actually noticed my, um, I don't know about my moobs. Oh, they're tighter. Tighter like a tiger. Uh, I've noticed though, I am uh, sort of uh, the, uh, in the, in the trouser area. Uh, they're starting to bunch up a bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's those little tablets you've been taking over. It you? is, mainly, yes, yes. <laughs> so, hey, we got, uh, we got, um, we got an interview later. We're going to play Jules yes, on. We haven't all played all that for a while, have no. we? So, we'll do that. And we got a bit of squeeze. Up back the to back from squeeze. Who is? Is it up the junction? Yeah, it is. And cool for cats. Oh, that's got oh, to be the best. The is doing naughty because they've got nowhere to go. In and out of Wandsworth and they blah, 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 blah. What's the next bit? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. When was that? Call for cats? Yeah. I would say... 79? I would say 78, 79. And do you know how many, how many songs, how many actually uh, records they sold? The Italia. Half a million and they got to number two. Blimey. These days, yeah. you sell about a quarter of that and you'd be at number one. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, no, even less than that. Yeah. He reckons it was 20 or 30 or 1,000. But he'll tell us. We don't want to spoil it. Okay, that sounds good. My mate Jules. Yeah, that's good. True story. What have you been up to then? Well, you know, did me exams on Monday, didn't I? Took oh. a day off, did me exams. Oh, you did. And I tell you now, mate, I was pleased. My tactic of uh, cheating, no, my <laughs> tactic... Taking the answer book in with you. Well, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I will, as if, no, it's very high security. Uh, no, to be honest, it wasn't cheating. What I did was I, um, I've, I've bought these books called, um, revision books, funnily enough, and in there they've got, um, test papers. And in those test papers... They have uh, test answers. And they're really similar to the actual <laughs> questions. No, no, they're not the same, right. but they are very similar. Okay. So, I, I, so last night, I, I've done, I'm going to do the next two today. Oh, right. Which is VHF Communications and uh, Human Factors. Have you done all these before? When no. You, so I did the ones the, last week I did before. Some of these are new. So for people that are listening, because I don't think you mentioned <clears> these are <throat> to do with your flying. Oh, air. Yeah. Air, yeah, flying. Yeah, air. It's good. 100% in both, wasn't it? Yeah, so I'm hoping to carry on with the 100% thing. Um, set, set the bar now, haven't you? I have, really, and if I don't, I'll look stupid. Yeah, I don't want 90 or 80, or definitely good. don't want 70. Still good, though. 75's the pass rate. Oh, is it? Oh, you don't want 70. See, then. out of 12 questions, you can only get three wrong to still pass. Right, okay. You should be right, shouldn't you? Well, yeah, I should. It's, it's What they do is, like, for example, one of the questions was, when approaching a uh, runway that is wider... Hang on, why don't you see if we can get... Ask us a question, right, see if yeah. we can get the answers, just to all see right. how easy these things are. Pete, <clears> go first. Okay, let, all right, so let's <laughs> do one on, um... Let's do one on human factors, okay? Um... It's already a pilot should not, uh, fly an aircraft when A, smashed out of his face, B, 
uh, Welsh, F, um, Pete, or D, uh, Paul? I'd say smashed out your face. Yeah, well done. You get a price on See, that. See, then it's not that difficult. No. No, I should have <laughs> brought them in here, actually. We should have <laughs> done it. bring them in after nine? Yeah, I might do that. I might do that. We'll do some questions we'll on... some real ones. Thing is, though, if I do that and I get one wrong, then I'm... That's it. Because... I also uh, I also have to take my lucky peg now, don't I? Oh, that was funny. It wasn't funny at all. This, this so is I've, worth a story. So I got a lucky pen, right? We got a lucky pen. I made it lucky by saying I'll take my pen, right? <laughs> and that's made it lucky because I got 100% in both. So I got to take it again. But as I was walking out the door, Karen had bought these, what I would refer to as plastic gypsy pegs, right? Right. <laughs> and I said I got my lucky pen. She went, do you want a lucky peg? And I went, oh, flipping hell. Why'd you say that? I'll have to take one now, because if I don't take one and I fail, or I don't get, you know, 100%, then it's your fault. So the, but these pegs are bigger than normal, so I took this p- lucky peg, and um, the young lady who uh, is, I have, I, she's new to Aeros, to me, I haven't been there for 18 months, she's Brazilian, and um, I showed her my lucky peg. I think it was my That's lucky peg. That's the word, just <clears throat> lining the road here. Yeah. <laughs> Want to see my lucky and, peg? And she thought it was really funny. <laughs> I'm going to have a word with Mrs. Clark this morning, and uh, let's, between you and I, Pete, let's think of an outrageous object that she can say, do you need your lucky yeah. like, Baskin stocking set or something? <laughs> and then you'll have to take them. Oh, no, don't, because... <laughs> oh, what a horrible thought. No, don't, because that's not fair, because if I fail, I will, I will get you back, all right? I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not vindictive. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah. Why don't she say, are you, you, you're not, you're going out there, you're lucky Kano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your lucky car. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, so uh, that was it. So I've got those today, and if I get those, I've only got five to do then. And in fact, if I get those, I've got a bit of an obsession. You know me, I get obsessed with Really? Yeah. No. Did you know that? Uh, really? No. 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 So um, what I might do is do another one, slip one in tomorrow. And then I've only got four to do. It, when you've done all these exams... <coughs> yeah. This is towards your PPL, is it? Your, yeah, yeah. Is that private pi- pilot's license? Yeah, it is, yeah. So then you have to, you have to do some more flying, though, after that, mm-hmm. to get it. Yeah, but the flying bits are not easy, but actually it's not true. But, yeah. You do. How much flying do you need to do? Um, well, I've done I've done the minimum minimum hours right uh, already. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I just need to do cross country. Um, I need to do a VHF or a communications um, practical practical exam. Okay, but that should be okay because it's testing stuff that I've been doing while I've been flying for the thirty-seven hours I've been right, flying. Right. Okay. Uh, and then that's it. Do you have to <coughs> practice <coughs> what test. happens when an engine fails? Yeah, it's called a, it's called a, a crash. Fan, fan stop. <laughs> it's called a panic. No, I mean, a landing is a controlled crash, really. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so you have to do a fan stop. So that's you just up in the air, yeah. turn everything off. No, you don't turn everything off, yeah. because you can't turn the engine off ever. Well, you can turn it off, so it won't have any thrust, but yeah. the propeller will always go around on a single prop plane with a fixed propeller, because... because the, the windmill effect. Movement, yeah. So you'll never get the you'll never get the prop below s- engine below like 400 rpm okay. even when it's turned off. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean it's going to start. So the good thing is you don't need a start mode to start it. Okay. Because if you ain't going forward, then you've got a problem. Right. So you what do you do? You just take your foot off everything, sort of thing, or it's not your foot. What well, to, you to practice take all the power off? Yeah. PFL. So yeah. what you have to do is, and I haven't done one of these for a while is you're up at, uh, whatever, I mean, a thousand feet, fifteen hundred feet, and you pick a field, and you don't deviate from that field, and you circle, and then you come in at about three hundred feet over that field, and then you just put full power on and uh, gently raise the nose, Blimey. gently. Well, um, yeah, and it's, uh, but apparently, so Byron, who I used to work for at EE, he told me, because it was his fault I'm doing this, <laughs> so he told me that um, he was doing it on his, um, on his skills test, which is basically... 
after you've done your skills test, you get your licence. And as he was pulling out of the, the dive, um, the instructor or the examiner said, uh, failed engine again and pulled the throttle back. <gasps> and if you pull the nose up, yeah. you fail. You've got to push down. And then right. he'll say, either he'll say, I, I have control and you'll get out of it, or you'll get out of it. God, that's quite scary. Yeah, 300 feet, that's quite low. Yeah. So it's basically like a driving test. You've got an instructor <coughs> next to you. Does he say, um, do you have to park? <laughs> do you have to park? Well, I mean, park? it's all part of the skills test, you know. So, I mean, the good thing is, some of it is, uh, so that once, once I've done my cross-country, then I have to do my qualifying cross-country. And what you have to do on your own is fly to two airports and then back again. You have to get out and get them to sign to say you've been there. Oh, but God. you do that on your own. Oh, God. So okay. that's quite, I would imagine, quite daunting. Especially, would you have gone to that airport before? No, I haven't been. Well, yeah, we'll have to. So you know kind of roughly. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the only thing that freaks me out a bit is Gloucester's got four runways. It's the busiest general aviation in, um, airport in the UK. It's, you know, busier than Heathrow for general aviation. Yeah, Obviously yeah. not the heavy aircraft. But yeah. Yeah, so uh, it, it's very busy. So, when you come into... If you pick a different runway, it's quite... I, I find it quite difficult to see which it is. So, I, I know we're talking about flying, but it's like... Well, I keep forgetting we're on air and we're just having a chat. So, when you come back... You come back to Stampton, wherever you've been, do you know which runway, or do you just yeah. get close to the airport and you go, which one do I fancy? Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, you... I mean, you can pick a runway and ask... So, there, there's always a, um, an active runway. Okay. All right, so, the, the runway... And the good thing about one at Gloucester is because... It's in, like, an A shape. They yeah. cross each other with, like, a big yeah, A yeah. in the middle or a triangle in the middle. You can always get a runway that's nearly into the wind. Okay. And that's what you want. You want you don't want no wind. You right. want some wind and a headwind. Okay. Because it means that your take, takeoff speed on the ground is going to be less. Yeah. That so if you've sense. got a headwind, you know, 20-knot headwind, let's say, yeah. you'll be going, instead of taking off at um, 50 miles an hour or 60, 70 miles an hour, okay, you'll you be taking off at 50 miles an hour. Your airspeed's still the same. I think we're boring him. Are we boring you? on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. We got any no, listeners left. Sorry, no, I'm, my f- I'm, I'm researching. Oh, are you? you know? What are you doing? He's researching, researching. Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's, okay. what, are you, what are you researching? And twi- Twitter. And Twitting. Oh, right. oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I took yeah, you yeah. rabbit hole. You know. I, I took you around a rabbit hole then. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I like rabbit holes. Yeah, I don't want to take you up a rabbit hole then. Don't take me up a rabbit hole. No. Should we play, uh, should we play a song? Why not? All right, let's play a bit of this. This is from our good friend. Um, now, Ranking Roger, I interviewed as well. And he's done an ident. Yeah, he's done an ident for me. So let's play it, shall we? This one is uh, it's the beat. So I need Pete to do his magic and uh, tell me when this was hands off. She's mine. I reckon it's eighty one or eighty. I reckon okay. a bit earlier. You reckon? Yeah. Could you have a look? Hi, this is Rankin Roger from the Beat, and you're tuned into Seven FM. It's the sound that leads the way today. Do it.
Yeah. Boom, boom. Oh. Oh, no, that's more of a... <laughs> See, that kind of stuff was good, but it was oh, before my time. It was good. Before your time? Yeah. I was at school when that was it. What year was it? About 80, 81. Oh, you know, oh, 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 you doing on there? Absolutely out. pathetic. Cut his mic off. Cut his... <laughs> off. Diddler off. <laughs> Diddler. That's what Stuart used to call it. We used to call it that. Landed in a carry-on film. Sydney Diddler. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was more shaggy than. <laughs> so you don't like Scar then, you just said? I never liked it. Yeah, I never really liked know. the specials or the beat or all that stuff. My no. dad was friends with one of the specials. Yeah. Which one? Not well, Constables. Li- Lin- Linton Linville Golding or something, was there one oh, of them? Right. He used to work with them in a factory. What, doing what? Years ago in an engineering factory in Gloucester. Where? In Gloucester. Yeah, he was from Gloucester, wasn't he? He was local and. Uh, was he the black guy? Yeah. And he, w- he ended up in Funboy 3, didn't he? Yes. With, with Terry, Terry Flingy, yeah. 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 That's not the beat, that was the specials. The specials, I yeah, did say yeah. specials, I think. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. went from having, like, no money and just about to get evicted from his council flat because he was, you know, in poverty to suddenly being a <coughs> international superstar. Yeah, they, didn't they used to call it white reggae or something? No, no that, that was that the was police. police. The police were white reggae, weren't they? Yeah. I used to love their mind. Yeah, they were, they were good. good. They were good, weren't they? Yeah, they were good. And That's you know fun. where Sting got his, um, his name from? Uh, something to do with a bee. Presumably. Sort of. Was it? But, yeah, so he was, he's, an, he's a Geordie, isn't he? Lake. Aye. But he doesn't sound like a Geordie. Lake. No. No. <laughs> well, this tea trolls is around his horse, Lake. Um, <laughs> no, he's not a Geordie. He doesn't sound like a Geordie, but he used to play some of the clubs up there, and he used to wear this yellow and black ringed T-shirt. Oh. They just started calling him Sting. And that was it. And that was it. That stuck. Yeah, as opposed to... He was a teacher, to... wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to Gordon Sumner, isn't it? That's his yeah. name. Uh, See, why didn't they just yeah. stick with their names? Why isn't Elton John still Reginald Dwight? Uh, I think that uh, probably says... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. do you think I'm Paulie Boy? So yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah, Paul Alcock. My car kit calls you Alcock. Yeah. Does it? I tried to call you the other day and he kept saying, Dialing 1-4. No, Alcock. <laughs> Dialing 1-4. Is this correct? No, it's oh. not. I hate that. I started doing it in Marks and Spencers now, because I shop at Marks's every day for lunch. Because every... I mean, honestly, you know, this is not a free advert for Marks and Spencers. It is, really. But their calorie-controlled food is fantastic. It's Although, P.E., P.E., the runner, um, Park Boy, he did say that it's high in salt. But it's... I mean, calorie-wise, I had... We, we bought this beef and potato stew. The beef was unbelievable. Real, full meal. Do you have to microwave this stuff? Yeah, yeah. They've got two microwaves on every floor. 197 calories. Yeah, that's not a lot, is it? No. And then you can have, like, um, you know, I decided to have some, um, a bottle of wine with it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> bottle of vodka. But see, I'm, I'm proud and pleased for you. Uh, you know, it's good. You know me, when I'm committed to something, like this station or work or something. You do it. Yeah, 100%. then I do it, yeah. Committed. Fair when I'm committed, I'm be- when I believe in what I'm doing, I'll do it. But it is, but... At all cost. So but if someone come in here with a gun and went to shoot you, I'd just say, he went, if you, you can lose another stone now if I kill Paul. Yeah. On balance? Probably. Ta-da, Paul. Probably yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, see you later, mate. So it's good. It's good. It's good. Pop a cap in his ass. You, in a perfect world, sorry. <laughs> in what? a perfect world, you'd kind of, would you not take your own? Because then you don't have any preservatives and the other stuff in it they put in it. No, because you can't measure the calorific content. You could. They can't. Unless you burn it and see if it raises yeah. it by one degree. It's well, do AMSL. That. Well, do that. AMSL. Who? At mean sea level. Oh, I thought it was type, some type of internet connection. Yeah. MSL. It, sounds, yeah, it does sound like that. It does. It does. And how's your... Because you're <coughs> weight-watching, aren't you? Yeah. 
Is that going? That's what leads us. No, no, lead not, not too bad. I, did, I did, did have a donut this week. Wait. What? I, I calculated it in. What do you mean calculated <laughs> it in? You couldn't eat for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the thing is, it's like, like, it was someone's no, no, birthday at work this week, and yeah, okay. they, they brought in tons of cake. Yeah, and I've got to admit that my weakness is donuts. Is it? Yeah. God, that's a, my weakness is, no, I can't say that. That shocked you, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that shocked me. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that shocked me. Yeah, I was. That shocks <laughs> me, mate. <laughs> does, does With it? your Muller and Rice t-shirt on. No, he's, he, he's got a on the background. Miss, no, no missing a fold in the material. It says Mullard. <laughs> Mullard. <laughs> Mullard rice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, wait, do you well, weigh in every week? I didn't this week. Why was that? Way. <laughs> well, I... Tell me, you become... I can't become, like, obsessed with scales where you get on no. it every day. No, I agree. So, I reckon the best thing to do is just to... to to plod on for like a month and then get the scales out and see, see where I'm at. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do that. No, I'm teasing a bit. That's, oh, yeah? that's... But you see, the other week I was perfect and <laughs> I, I won't go that far. And right? I put on half a pound. Now, how does that work out? Well, so what's happened with me this week? I've been at 15, 1.2, 15.1 all week. And then so Wednesday I weighed 15, 0.2. Thursday I weighed 15, 0.2. And then Friday I weighed 15.1, and that was it. I just thought, well, I'm going to cut down what I eat today, even less. So I cut down what, and I weighed this morning, I had a curry last night. 400 calories were, was the curry. And then Karen cooked this stuff called um, cauliflower stuff thing. Basically, it looks like rice, but it, all it is is grain oh, cauliflower, cauliflower rice. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you blitz it and then, yeah. Fry it. She fried it, and I said, I'll tell you what, put an egg in that. So she put an egg in it, um... And the equivalent in rice would have been 200 calories, I think it was. The, the actual equivalent for that was 60 or 40. Yeah. And it tasted, when you put the curry, like, because I had a Thai curry, when you put the Thai curry cream yeah. in it, just well, tasted it tasted like, like rice. I do the same thing, instead of <clears> mashed potato, <throat> I'll have, I'll steam a cauliflower and then blitz it up and it's like a fluffy mash. Yeah, the only thing is it tastes like fart, doesn't it? Or it well, smells you like put, fart. you can put a little bit of butter in it. Well, that's fart and butter. Fart and butter. Dot com. Yeah. Great name for a pan. <laughs> 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 so what I said, to, I don't know if you were there earlier, so my scales are broken, but yeah. I can feel, you know... You can feel what? I can feel I'm it. I'm feeling nothing right now. If I squeeze there, You're I can feel nothing. it. Oh, stop it. Um, it's a lot smaller than it was. Yeah. You can get... I could probably do it at one tighter now. Elastic bands. <laughs> so I, so I, <clears throat> I think my IBS might have been caused because on Thursday I come home and I thought, God, these te- trousers are tight, and I pulled them up. I'd worn them all day. On you the- wear them up still just yeah. under your boobs. Yeah, and I tie them yeah. up with string as yeah, well, so I look good. like compo out of uh, last yeah. of the summer wine. Good. That's it. Um, no, and what I'd done is I pulled it up onto the belt that I haven't belt hole oh, I haven't hole. used for four years. Blimey! So I'm now lighter than I have been for a while, a long time, over a year. And it's that psychological thing about having a 14 in front of it rather than a 15. Yeah, mate. So you know to celebrate now with a big <coughs> bag of fish and chips and yeah, uh, yeah. two bottles of wine. Well, like Karen said last night, she said, you're, you're taking this too far. And I went, no, I'm not. She went, you are, because last Saturday... Hang on, hang on, hang on. How long has she been married to you for? Yeah, exactly. She thinks you're taking something too far. Coming around here, they're big mates. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, look, love, I said... Uh, oh, no, I didn't. I said, I s- yeah. No, darling. <clears throat> I said to her... Yeah, but I want to. I want to. I want to lose it. It's okay for her because she's like a blimmin' twelve-year-old boy, isn't she? Yeah, she's like tiny. Well, she's not quite like a twelve-year-old no, boy. No, I know where you're going. Twelve-year-old yeah. boy with large um, uh, ideas and uh, <laughs> thoughts and large, warm personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
luckily the radio for some reason is not working in the bedroom, so oh, thank you for that. Hearing it. So if you turn that. on it, it'll say off air. <laughs> I can imagine her running in here one day with a big frying pan and just whack it round your head. She wouldn't do it in a comedy no. style. She has thrown a can Dang. of coke at me once. Did she? Because <clears throat> I threw it at her first. No, I didn't. I said something <laughs> to her. And she, uh, you can get her so mad that she goes past that nice Karen because oh, Karen is quite do nice. That. Let's do that. Let's, what do you mean the show? Do? Okay, let's see if we can get into that so, so cross that she throws a can of coke at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a laugh. We could film it and then yeah. put it on, you know, sell it, sell the clip. Go sell viral. Clip. Think of the publicity for the station. Oh, I don't want to go any viral. Oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> Let's do a quick ad break uh, and then we'll be back after this. We'll also play a song as well. I'm not sure which song to play. It could be Take That. It could be Hadaway. I don't know, really. Do you know? No. Okay. It's right. random. that'll get me out in this weather is the Gloucester Keys Winter Clearance. It's not just a sale, but a clearance with extra savings on outlet prices already reduced by up to 70% off the RRP. From top brands such as Next Clearance, The North Face and Bench, the Winter Clearance is the affordable way to warm up your wardrobe. And after a successful shop, you can enjoy a movie or a meal. For extra savings worth dropping in for, don't miss the Gloucester Keys Winter Clearance. Visit gloucesterkeys.co.uk. If I told you I'm a victim of domestic violence, what do you imagine I look like? You probably think I've got a fat lip, a black eye. Actually, I don't look like that at all. My husband's never laid a hand on me, but he still makes my life a living hell. If I arrive home five minutes late, he questions me for hours. He watches my every move, monitors my calls, checks my emails. He forced me to give up my job, my family and my friends. Domestic abuse doesn't have to be physical. Act now to help stop domestic violence. To donate £3, text the word ACT to 84424 or visit womensaid.org.uk for more information. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Hello, Phil. This is the Beatles. It is, Phil. This is for you, Phil, isn't it? Yeah. It is. We love you, Phil. We do. Love you, Phil. Love you, Phil. We love Phil. We love Phil. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all.
so on the album that was on, I think at the end of it, there's a song that says... So when I went out with a girl was called Debbie... Ernie, the first is Milton no, in the No, no, it was... Um, well, I can't remember what the name of the song was, but it was... Um, do it again, do it again. That's Benny Hill. No, it's not. <laughs> I it's like what it is. It, so basically, I went out with a, with a girl called Debbie, and she was a Beatles freak, and a Kate Bush freak, which meant I became a... Kate she looked a bit like a blonde-haired Kate Bush. Yeah, that's why we went out with her. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, you? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, and one day we were just listening to this the, the, the music, and it stopped. And normally she'd take it off, and she didn't. And it played into the middle, and it was actually in the middle of the record. Right. They're not old, it was, but it, it, it was something like my my friend did a little did a little little did like a bit of secret. It was just like a bit of thirty second ditty. Well, well. If anybody knows what that song is, and if Phil, Phil doesn't, know. he won't go anywhere. Phil or no? Phil or no? Yeah. yeah that sounds right. like a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I have another bit of Phil or no to go on my bread? How do you deal with a very dangerous Welsh cheese? I don't know. Carefully. Carefully. <laughs> well, where's pretty now? Have we got some Welsh listeners today? I don't know. They might be listening. I'm not really you know, sure. I have to work really hard to keep in Wales with this voice. It's quite I good, though. Really You're keeping it going, Not Owen. to end up in Pakistan. <laughs> 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 Three days till Pancake Day, Pete. Whoop, whoop, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, why did you say that to me? I, I'm just saying, because you're sat opposite me. You know, no reason at all. And uh, <laughs> 20 minutes to Donut Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for Paul, good. he's got all these women fighting after him. Yeah, we've got Eight days classes, till right? Valentine's Day. Oh, God. Make some room in the hallway, Paul. <clears throat> yeah, make some room in the hallway. <laughs> what for? Um, the lawsuit. The cat. The cat. Yeah. 13 days till London Fashion Week starts. Of course, Ooh. we'll all be, uh, we'll all go in there. Pete's we're, going there. He's there, dressing yeah. up as a... Muller. Is uh, a, 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 a badger. Wearing a dress. Yeah, wearing a dress. In his, what's it, Mumna, whatever they're called. Um, 18 days till the Brit Awards. Yeah, Have I you know. been invited? Yeah, so we've no, actually I'm got going. one honorary ticket and I don't know who to send. Yeah. No, I'm going already. Uh, okay, okay. I'm up for an award. And 40 days till St. Patrick's Day. Oh, fine. Which we quite nice for. Terry Wogan, who's not with us anymore. Oh, yeah. We talked about him last oh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah very sad. sad. Really, really sad. Really sad. He was an entertainer. And what, what I think it really shows how l- people loved him was how much airplay it's got about him dying you know and it's everything it's on the radio it was on yeah. the tv bbc was like shut down almost wasn't it i know <clears throat> but he, 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 they always say it when someone dies oh he was a lovely man but he did genuinely seem like a nice man oh he did yeah. I, I had to um throw a bit of a strop and had to get rid of uh i think it was five lives facebook page you know how because obviously they were talking about it and how um horrible people can be with their comments yeah People were putting nasty comments about Sir Terry Wogan. Why? It's like, well, I, I don't know. Just sad, pathetic people. You know, what the, ju- trying to be funny? You mean, or just saying he no, was just this, saying nasty you know, stuff. like he was horrible? Oh, he was... you know, glad he's gone. Hated him. That really? Kind of, yeah. The, the real <coughs> strong, like stuff oh. like that. It's just that's the it's problem with social media. Is it, really? That's trolling, though, isn't it? Sometimes people just trying to be clever because it, you know, in social media, you can hide your faceless. Well, yeah. that's the thing. And, and, and you can w- be a coward, he's very easy. Yeah, and a bully. Absolutely, yeah. See, coward these kind of people tend to really wind me up. Yeah. So I, I mean. start going on their profile, and it's always like it says friends, nothing to show. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, them got any. Willy Wiggins. Who are these people? Sad, pathetic people. What? Just. Yeah, that chap you just. Well, no, you didn't. Yeah. That, t- why? No, what? I'll talk about it off air. <laughs> Change my mind. No, what? Why? Phone. But no, Sir yeah. Terry was the best. Yeah, he was. He was lovely. Even Umar, when you, you know when you get all these funny jokes about people and they die? Yeah. Even Umar sent a joke that was funny about Terry Wogan. 
which right. were, it was very and it's harmless. It was his what his, you know his family can't decide what to put on his tombstone. They've just put blankety blank. Oh, and I yeah, just that's... thought that was funny. Yeah, because normally you get real sick. You get, I mean, the mobile net was starting off. You know yeah. what the mobile net was? They're all evil, all yeah. of them. Yeah. So what they do is they start. They, they get. They've actually got a team for writing sick jokes in each mobile network, <laughs> and they just send them out to all their customers, <laughs> and they get forwarded on. Uh, allegedly, it never fails to <laughs> amaze me how quickly these jokes start up when yeah. these things happen. Yeah. Well, that one about you. I mean, I started uh, up. Yeah. And you weren't even dead yet. No, I know. Well, I thought you'd get in early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know what it's like, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Unfortunately. You know exactly. You what? Unfortunately, I do. Oh, unfortunately, sorry, I didn't understand you. <laughs> yeah. I was just say saying it. about this uh, spoof, um, I found that spoof thing I was on about. Oh, yeah. Go on, we were talking about, because uh, we talk about intellectual things, Julian Assange, really. <clears throat> yeah. And somebody's done uh, a, <laughs> a fake TripAdvisor check-in. Okay. Uh, for the Embassy of Ecuador. <laughs> okay. And uh, the headline... Uh, it's someone who's called themselves WikiLeaks. It's very funny. Go on then. Uh, can but, you, uh, can be a well, hang on, before you read it out, let's just uh, go on then. Before you read it out, let's just uh, let's just find the song. Hang on. Okay, just keep talking amongst yourselves for a sec. Okay, but not talking about this. No, not for a sec. No. Uh, actually, the uh, embassy has rated sixty-three of one thousand two hundred ninety-two things to do in London, and oh, weirdly, nearly four thousand five hundred people reviewed it. Is he in the UK then? Uh, he's in. He's, is he still holed up in the Ecuador embassy? Isn't that the why he's there? Is that because it's a... Uh, oh, I didn't realise... I thought... Oh, I didn't realise he was in the UK still. Why haven't we gone and... Why haven't we gone and broke him out? Well, Sweden are trying to ec- extradite him, aren't they? But he's <coughs> taken... Because, of course, it's Ecuadorian territory, isn't it, the embassy? So we uh, so they say. So there's no extradition agreement. That's convenient, with, um, though, isn't it? I'll send them on, mate, don't I? Do you reckon? You do, yeah. Yeah. So if I tell you this... Go on, then, do it. So this is this is his check-in. Uh, after some issues with the European arrest warrant, I found myself in London looking for someone to be arbitrarily detrain- detained for several years, and this place ticked all the boxes. <laughs> Plus, I wasn't keen on the extradition status of the travel lodge in King's Cross. <laughs> My room was cosy around 30 square metres, and I had no direct sunlight, but this didn't bother me too much, since I prefer to use candlelight while repeatedly scratching the word conspiracy onto the walls of the back of a spoon. <laughs> uh, the only downside was a constant police present outside. Maybe there was a donut shop nearby, uh, or they were waiting for a warrior of truth to come out so they could put him on the next unmarked CIA jet out of the country. I think that's funny. I think someone's bothered funny. to take a check-in and done it. I like, you know, you, we say people make some horrible jokes, but there are some people that have got a, just a good, funny oh, sense yeah, of humour. Yeah. That's me, of, that is. There's a lot of entertaining stuff. Is there? Yeah. Where? You put another video on, didn't you? Of you playing with your organ. Yeah, can you, did you guess the song? I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because I went to bed at 20 past nine because oh. I was so tired. Okay. Um, so no, I haven't. But oh. you had a blue jumper on, didn't you? Maybe. We, why don't we do it live on air? No. no. Go on. Was it a uh, song that is was written for the organ? Or no. Is it a, like a... Okay. No. I'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Check, check it, it in. Check Let it me begin. This is... I like... And I sing, ding, sing. Yeah, 50 days till the clocks go forward. Yeah, that's good. Although we lose an hour in bed. Yeah, we do. What, me and you? Yeah. <laughs> Eric and Ernie. <laughs> yeah. And 181 days till the Olympic Games in Rio. Rio. <laughs> Yeah, Mario oh, I did that, really. Yeah. Mario, but I'm there. <laughs> That's Italian. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> National Libraries Day today in the UK. Okay. You going, Pete? Yeah, it's called Villa Park. What? Hey, what? Wait, uh, it's a bit li- like a library at the moment. Villa Park? What's yeah. that? Sounds like some sort of uh, fitness club. <laughs> no. No? No. What is it? A wonderful football stadium that hosts a very bad football team. Didn't they get a shoe in oh. last week? Yeah, they did, yeah. I, c- I can't remember who they were playing. Isn't that the Emirates Stadium? No. No. Oh. That's Arsenal. Okay. 
That was a joke, but obviously. We're oh, right. Oh, we're right. Funny. No, well, no, no, I just thought that was, your, that was your awful football knowledge. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I was trying to think of the one at uh, Manchester United, but that's a name, isn't it? Of Old, Old Trafford. Old Trafford, yeah. What's the, uh, who are they playing today, then, your team? Norwich. They think uh-huh. they've got a better, better chance against Norwich, haven't they? Well, they should do, but this is Villa we're talking about, so probably not. Is it at Villa? Yes. I wonder, so my friend Roger, the sludge shifter, uh, that's his job down the docks. Oh, down the docks, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> he's a lifelong Norwich fan from is Norwich, he? And, and he goes uh-huh. to see Norwich. Sorry. I wonder if he's going to see them. He might do. If you see him, can you say hello? I will do. Because you'll be next would to each other, won't you? Will he be next to Delius Uh, he might be. She still cook. She'd knock out the burgers down there. She on the, like, on the barbie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my love, oh, my love, I want burger. 15 quid for a burger, lovely. Do you remember that really embarrassing clip of her getting drunk and trying to yeah. jeer, jeer the team? Yeah. Cheer the team on. She's going, come on, let's be having you. <laughs> that was embarrassing. All right, love, get her off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you've got that much money and you're the chair. She's the chairwoman, isn't she? Isn't she? Yeah, well, she's on the board of directors. Yeah, <laughs> you can get drunk and shake other players. As I is would. Ed Balls nowadays. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right, what position is he playing? Ruininthecountry.com. Well, Sorry. you see, see uh, Villa have got a new director this week. Oh, yeah. Sir Mervyn King. Ooh, ex-governor of the Bank of England. Yes. That's and if you run out of money, you can print yeah. it with his name on, can't you? someone said he uh, managed to print a few dodgy 20s. Exactly. Do you know how old uh, Rick Astley is today? Don't He's guess. Don't guess. guess. No, guess. Hang on, hang on. 60, 52. I guess. No. 60? No. 48? No. He's got to be older than that. He's got to be... Oh, well, he's not much... 63? Nope. Am I going the wrong way? Yep. Really? Like 55? Nope. Eight? Nope. Six? Seven? Nope. Nine? Nope. Two? Nope. He's got to be over 50. He's 50. How is he? Hang on a minute. What? He was in the charts when I was a little boy. Yeah, well, obviously he was a little boy when, he was, when you were a little girl. Right. Also, uh, the 64th anniversary of the Queen's accession to the throne. Uh, the Queen's mm. father, King George IV, died on February the 6th, 1952. I had a problem printing on both sides. I got lost my temper, punched the printer, <laughs> and I've now printed uh, <laughs> single sides. Pages, yeah, there is. Okay. And of course, what's happening today in the uh, Rugby Six Nations? Oh, yeah, it's all kicking off, isn't it? With quite literally. Jones. Quite literally. Oh, Paul, why aren't you in Birmingham today? Hang on. Oh, is it the voice? Uh, oh, no, Britain's Got Talent. Oh, well, that, yeah. I think I think that, that statement in itself contradicts itself. <laughs> yeah. Why is Paul not in Britain's Got Talent? When when they do a show called Paulie Boy's Got No Talent, and I'll be there like a shot. Oh, what, you'll win it. What page are you on? Oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, that's... Yeah, he's a bit cutting, wasn't it? Come yeah. here, has anybody in <clears> two weeks? I don't know, because we've had Celebrity Big Brother on this last few weeks, and... Well, you have, have, have it. news. Can oh, we, yeah. um... I haven't seen many celebrities Do you like it, it, do you? No, the other half does. Oh, does she? I think it's does an absolute load of... Codswallop. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's a good word. Yeah. In future, can we not have interns in here anymore, Andy? It's getting on my nerves, this guy. Oh. The oh, intern. I don't know. Yeah, the intern. The outside. insulting me about Britain's Got No Talent. Well, I'd say <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I bigged it up. It was him. <laughs> I'd say he's the outturn. The outturn. The downturn. It's like one of them belly buttons. You've either got an innie or an outie. What have you got? Uh, Most people have got an innie. Oh, uh, mine's an innie. Yeah, I'm you're only out, Yours is only an outie if you're pregnant, isn't it? Yeah, because it goes... As you get pregnant, it pops out. Does it? Yeah, like a, a balloon. Oh, right, okay. Like a weasel. <laughs> they go pop, <laughs> don't they? In that song. Pop goes... Yeah, okay. 40, uh, 41 gun salutes fired by the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery in Green Park and a 62 gun Royal Salute is fired by the Honourable Artillery Company at the Tower of London, making the anniversary of the Queen's accession. Marking, wow. marking. 
Is she going to step down, do you think? She's going to no, let no, Charlie no, Boy no, have no, a go. No, no. Do you think she'll go until she uh, is no more? I tell you what, think. well, so. I think, I, I was, um, Skinner, oh, Frank Skinner, there was a show, I think it was Eight or Ten Cats, and they were on about uh, Christmas party at the Queen's house, and, um, you can just, oh, you can just see her there, all pulling their crackers, and, you know, you can just see Prince Charles just putting his paper crown on, and her <laughs> going, Charles, no! <laughs> <laughs> no, Charles, no! <laughs> Shaking her finger at him, not Brilliant. yet! <laughs> The thing is, why why should she step down? What she's she, she's a figurehead. Yeah, she's so, a bit of a laugh, isn't she? As yeah, well with it all. When you look at her, when she was like in 1952, wasn't she fit? Yeah, and her sister as well, Princess yeah. Margaret. She yeah. was well fit. I know. I've never thought of it like that. Really, no, but, but look at her. She's honestly take get, a look. You'll be at home now, googling hang queen. On, you, you naked. can't <laughs> turn around and say that the queen, or maybe she was the fu- um, future queen. Then you no, can't she turn was. around and say she was fit. She's attractive. She was an attractive, beautiful. Young yeah. lady, not she's, she's fit. Yeah, fit. that's the same thing. We're not, we're not well, talking no, f- Katie Price. We're talking about the Queen. No, no, f- Katie Is Price. Katie Price going to get no. She do, she was on some program yesterday. I tuned into very briefly. She looked like someone stuck a blimmin' pumped her lips up to forty psi <laughs> or two point five bar <laughs> just for the Europeans listening. <laughs> Begita and Veronica. That's well, just Veronica. Yeah, Begita don't listen anymore. No, no, she's gone off me. Um, yeah. What we said? Yeah, I think you'd finished. <laughs> that's okay. So. Let, so what? what about Princess Diana or Lady Diana? Was it okay Be- to think she was, she was absolutely gorgeous to be, yeah, but she was fit. 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 Stunning. Fit. Yeah. She used to run a lot. Fit. Yeah. Kate Middleton. I don't, she didn't do anything for me. No, no she's no. got that. Uh, no, no, I think she's got a face that looks like it's going to wrinkle badly. Yeah. You, like you that's taking a gamble there. Yeah, yeah, How about yes. Camilla? Oh, she's got a talking. face that has wrinkled badly, <laughs> <laughs> but in a nice way. No, uh, to be honest, <laughs> if you just tuned in, you listen to the Royal Air here on Seven FM <laughs> yeah. with uh, Andy Clark. That's C L A R K E. Yeah, um, that's our OBE. Uh, Mate Pleasant, uh, Beirut, um, <laughs> Chicksbury Road, Arling Flong. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I mean, uh, the ro- I just think she's there's something about the Queen. You know, if I'd have met her in the street, she could have grown to love me. <laughs> Off with his head! You haven't bumped into her at the BBC at any point in your career, have you? <clears throat> no, I haven't. Although I have been there a few times, you yeah, know me. I know. Not as many times as Helen He's Baker. You probably sent her an invite to come in here. I'm surprised I haven't got an email. I tell you what, I did send an invite to. And that was your mate, the Tesco bird. My mate. Oh, Lily. Lily, yeah, Lily, Lily Allen. My mate Lily. Didn't respond. I That's found her address. She lives up at um, Sheepscombe. She does. Or Rams. As, as, bottom. Uh, bottom. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um... Do you want me to, well, do you want me to, I mean, I see her fairly regularly. Do you? Yeah. I, do you know what I did on the train? This You're cringe at this, right? So I was sat next on the train uh, to a young lady with Abdurrahman a few months ago. Well pronounced. And, because I got two phones. I got my own phone and I got the uh, other phone. Uh-huh. You know, so and they, and I never, sh- never cross. Right. They, nobody's got that number. Okay. And even Pete's lost it and he's having it back. Oh, blimey. Yeah. So, um, so what I did is I changed my name from my other phone to Lily Allen, right? And this this, this this girl wouldn't speak to me, so I rang it. This is girl you didn't know no, before, I didn't know just her, suddenly yeah, yeah, sat. Yeah, yeah. So I rang her, and uh, I rang the phone, and I went, oh, I'm just busy. I went, no, I'm taking that now. So I, I said, Abdurman, look. So I busied it, and this girl just went, I take it that's not the Lily Allen. I went, yeah, it is actually. And I lied. Oh, fantastic. She started talking to me. Yeah, I bet she did. Yeah. I'm going to do that later yeah. on with Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> when are you meeting him? Uh, we're meeting what, for coffee after the what, show. Does he know Lily Allen then? <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's nearly as as much of a wind up. I don't know if Pete knows this. When I was doing my show, do you remember got, when he did a show before remember that? Oh yeah, when he rubbish. What are you two doing together on a Wednesday night? We'd fight over who gets to fiddle with the knobs and. Well, you'd let the more experienced one do it. All yeah, right. Paul. 
Oh. <laughs> I don't think so, Pete. I can't even use a CD player. Cotswood Hospital Radio, they call you. Yeah. Do they? Anyway, I got an email. things. Yeah. I got an email from Steve Wright in the afternoon saying, I uh, I know Helen Baker through the BBC. Now, I, we don't know Helen. That was the... What, Baz and Tell, wasn't it? They used to do that mm. thing. So I know... I don't really... I've never met Helen, but I know her. And he said, I've met Helen... Bumped in Helen in the corridor today. She said, you'd do a show. And she, she said, would you listen? So I thought I'd tune in. And I really like it. And it said something like, only thing, you need to just make sure you keep your music bed down or something. It's been a bit loud. That was Steve Wright. That was from Steve Wright and his picture and everything. Fair play. <laughs> and it and had the BBC ident and all that. It this. was... And I looked at it and I went, Julian, no way. And because Hel- I knew Helen and she works at the BBC, I didn't know who she knows. And I thought, that, you know, you know, it's enough doubt. And I'm thinking, that could actually be real. It was yeah. word in such a way. It wasn't, though. It was oh, Andy. Yeah, I, re- I was doing it spitefully. Messing about. Just be spiteful. Oh, messing about. I got immen- very excited for a few minutes. Yeah. It was the way... You see, when I met Bob Harris... Oh, here we go. Was, was Primpop. Yeah. And I, se- I said, oh, I'd been doing a country show before, um, just after yours on a Thursday. And he said, oh, what station? And I said, 7FM. He said, oh, I've heard of 7FM. Now, whether he was just saying no. that... No, just no. Just he just said, no, not 7 sound, 7FM. Actually, because I've t- tweeted out loads of times, but... Well, you never know, do you? I mean, I, oh, uh, do you remember? You remember Seven Sound, yeah? Yeah. Three eight eight and all that. One two point four. Now we start the other station, then yeah. the, the the local national station. Yeah, uh, yeah. not bitter. Um, he, uh, do you remember uh, Roger Tavell? Yes. And do you remember uh, Christopher Musk? Yes. And he's, he used to have that pig called Rasher, didn't he? And it was a real pig, because I went around his ace once, with right. BT. Oh, and he was the same off-air as he was on-air. <laughs> a bit like Terry Wogan, actually. Yeah. Somebody said that about him this week. And he had this plastic pig, and he kept going on about Rasher, and he was just like, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been amazing to have been, like, involved in, like, oh, I know. your station back then. Yeah, because, it would. like, I remember in the 80s, if... if Say someone like Christopher Musk or, or anyone like that yeah. was, was opening the shop, there'd be oh. queues of people. Just to see yeah. it. Yeah. They're all massive, like, local celebrities. You imagine, yeah, you could have been a celebrity. Oh, I could have been. And it didn't matter what people looked like, neither. See, so, you know, anyone, any of us could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't on Seven Sign, though, were you? No. But you did Cat FM? Cat FM, yeah. Yeah. Crap FM. <laughs> Which is now... Cat FM. Was it now? Especially Jack? for... For Freeze. Oh, Especially breeze, for felines yeah. to listen to. <laughs> Sauce from it, table two. <laughs> no, uh, the guy I was thinking of uh, was not Roger Tavelts. Oh. He had, I tell you, who he reminded me of was a hairy Trevor Eve a little bit. He had a, <laughs> he had black, he's on my Facebook page. Oh, I'm just Googling hairy Trevor Eve. Oh, no, I sure won't do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. It was Steve Ellis, wasn't it? No, wasn't him. He died. He did, yeah. Yeah, Sadly, he died. Yeah. I remember listening to him once uh, on the ski, you can't, the ski centre, and he got on the pommel lift and uh, he fell off. And there was a, an engineer called Damien who used to work there. Right. And I can just hear him saying, I can remember him saying, Damien, I'm a presenter. You will do as I say. Do as I say. You do not argue with the presenter. Alan Roberts. Alan Roberts, that's him. Thank yeah. you, Phil Meek. Thanks, Phil. So, Alan's emailed me and said, could he come and present on 7FM? Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he obviously thinks we're something we're not. <clears throat> no, so, we are what we are, and, it's, and we're good at and being we're what we are. And we're not what we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not what we're not. <laughs> and we're not what we are. As you, um, Phil probably knows the answer to this. And, mm-hmm. um, Thanks, Phil. I think it's the next 7 Sound presenter that is now the voice of, you know when you go into Tesco's and the checkouts? It's the voice of the Checos. Yeah, you know, you know where it says. You know where it says, like, please bag your item or, or whatever. It's it's an ex seven sound presenter that now voices that. Please bag your items. Yeah, 
Can she we get... in the Gloucester one, or everywhere? Everywhere. Okay. Mike Longley. Mike Longley asked about the show, yeah. And not Alan Roberts, Mike Longley. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. Al- he presents for Radio Winchcombe. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So he sent me a mail. Yeah, Alan Roberts got quite, uh, quite stroppy with me, because they went on Facebook and said, um, who's up for setting up a new internet radio station and getting the Seven Sound name back? And I, they were putting it on there, and I said, oh, you, you know, Hart owned that name. And I said, um, you know, when I trademarked 7FM, I had to get permission off Severn Trent, who owned the name for radio in, in the... In the uh, and actually, I didn't get permission. I just did it. Um, and he went, what? You can't own that name. And I was like, no, I'm not saying I'm owning that. He got quite, you know, uh. uh, you know aggressive and he's going to come in and kill me. And I was just making a point that you'd be surprised who owns that. So there's different trademark classes, and I think it's like Class 39, which is radio, and the word Severn is owned by Severn Trent. Is it? But because they own it in the European trademark, and I have got a British trademark, they don't get notified. So uh, it gets printed in a journal, and I've got it until 2021. Oh, there we go. Right. How interesting. But how can they copyright the name of a river that's not we- copyright? How can they... It's they own... How can they own the rights to the use of the word seven when because it's a river? Because they trademarked it. But it's a river. It doesn't matter. No, they don't own the river, do they? Well, it's a valley as well. Yeah. It's lots of things. It, yeah, so... Uh, but they... It's cold in here, isn't it? It is a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to turn the aircon off. They, um... They own that trademark. So they, they own it. They've registered it, and they own it... In, they've registered it in all classes. So if anybody owned, um... Applied for another you know, name with seven in it, and radio, I would get, I would get an email. Would you? Okay. And I'd be asked to say whether I object to it, and if I objected, the chances are they wouldn't get it. There goes our uh, FM7 studio setting up. Yeah, 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 you carry on then, yeah, let's <laughs> see that. <laughs> so, uh, just... So I'd be I, two blokes in a laptop. <laughs> I have set up 7fm.digital as, a, as an address, yeah, so if like you that. go to that address, it comes to our, it's our page. Like it. True like story. It. You're the man. I am. I try not to fly in the face of public opinion. So, how old is Zaza Gabar? Gabar. Gabor. 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 Oh, she's got to be 89. 99. 99. 99 balloons. Is she the, um... Oh, no, she's not the come up and see me sometime. That was Mae West, wasn't it? Yeah. Den- was- Dennis Norden, British television personality, comedy writer and former host of it. It'll be all right on the night. I'd go 92. <laughs> 94. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Rip Torn actor, uh, starred in the comedy The Larry Sanders Show, is 85. By me. Uh, Jimmy Tarbuck, British comedian, quiz show host, and dad of Lisa, or Lisa, is 76. Well, yeah. Uh, Dave Berry, British teen idol, 75. Not anymore, isn't Hey, Well, he's not a teen idol anymore. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, Mike Bat. Of Wombles. the Wombles. Yeah. 67. Yeah. Okay. Give and, um, I was looking at Mike Newman. I think his name's Mike Archibald or something, Newman. So he wrote some of those haunting tunes for the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, you play them, don't you? For the Green Mile. Yeah. For Spectre, I think. Okay. For Free Foot... No, what's it called? Scaffold? Scaffold! Oh, sc- <laughs> Scaffold. I thought you were going to say Lily the Pink. Yeah, who has? Um, Sung by the Scaffold, wasn't it? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, fine. I hope the webcam that goes off now. I do as well. Rick Astley is born in 1966. He's fifth. Oh, hang on a minute. We've done him. Have you? Yeah. Okay. He's 50. Yeah, he's 50. We Would missed you? that Axel Rose. Oh, yeah. Guns and Roses 54. Welcome to the jungle. That's Rock very good. God. Have you done any of those? Uh, no. Could My do, though. Sweet child of mine's easy. Oh, great song. F sharp. F sharp. It's a good song. Um, yeah, we could do. 
Oh, I've got to talk to you about flights oh, for, right, our, okay. for our Swedish tour. Okay. We need to book them. Okay. Sorry. So if I book it as a 7FM thing, I'll claim the VAT back. Yeah, you're right. Well, if you just take away, well, you could take a microphone and do a 7FM on tour. So, so it would do it as a, va- as a, a business... Uh, we'll, we'll miss a show, of course, while we're there, because we're... We'll, we'll, we'll do it live on Monday. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. We, we can do it. We can cut oh, in. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. You want to come? I'd love to, but... Probably what? too expensive. Your missus wouldn't let you. It's only under, under 20 quid for a flight to Sweden. Oh, is it? That's not much. I mean, you could sleep in the same bed. <laughs> you could top, bells. To, top to tail. Cork and a bottle of sleeping pills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Singapore was founded in Britain. Women, uh, in Britain, women of 30 and over were granted the vote. Monopoly went on sale for the first time. The first radio-controlled aeroplane was flown, and Elizabeth II became queen upon the death oh. of her father, George VI. You've the first patent... Sorry... No. The first patent for an integrated circuit was filed. The first golf, bo- golf ball was hit on the moon. And Tony Blair became Labour's longest-serving Prime Minister. There you go. Never again. We should mention this, and I know I'm just doing this because I'm a football fan, but... In 1958, on this very day, seven Manchester United stars were named amongst the 21 dead after their plane crashed at oh, Munich yeah. Airport. Oh, One more, Duncan Munich Edwards disaster. would die 15 days later in hospital. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for cheering us up with that. Have you seen that photograph of me my sister's put on Facebook? That's your... Oh, that's you? Yeah. I thought it was your sister. No, it's... What do you mean you thought it was my sister, you idiot? That's a bloke. Well, I've got a friend of mine, female, who put a childhood photo up, and she looks like a bloke. (laughs) (laughs) Talking of, um... Whoever that is. Who is that? Who? That person. I'm not telling you, because they might listen. What person? I don't know. You fooled me earlier, because you missed a comm out. (laughs) Com. A comma in the highlights. Oh. Read it with a comma in it, the first sentence. Well, the first little bit. Singapore was founded in Britain, women of 30 <laughs> and over were granted the vote. Said, all I heard was Singapore was founded in Britain. I was thinking, oh, I don't remember that bit of historical <laughs> fact. <laughs> oh, laugh. I nearly laughed. Yeah. Do you know what it is to laugh like that in a laughy way? Not really. No, nor me. <laughs> Are we going to play a song? We might do it. Who's our back-to-back by? It's the squeeze. Oh, yeah, you already said that. I have said it. I said it for the benefit of people that weren't up that early. So, do you like Ella Henderson? Henderson? I don't know, but can I, can I request music later? No, not really. Come come around it's not your show anymore. You've yeah, given that up. Yeah, you have. I'm coming back. Are well, you? you say that. I don't think you are, but we're going to play a bit of Ella Henderson now, Ghost. We'll be back after this, after the news, and a bit of squeeze, then we're going to play a bit of Jules Holland. I'm sleeping all these demons away What's your ghost? The ghost of you wakes me away well, My friends, had you figured out? Yeah, they're so outside of you It's right hiding another you But your evil was coming through And these guys sitting on the wall Well, they watch every move I make Bright light living in the shade Your cold heart makes the spirit shake
You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Peter Street on 7 FM. You're listening to Jules Holland on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Andy Clark. to go 
They'll get a gang of villains in a shed up at Heathrow They're counting out the fivers when the handcuffs lock again In and out I once were with the numbers on their names It's funny how the missus always looks a bleeding same And meanwhile at the station there's a couple of likely lads Who swear like as your father and they're very cool for cats They're cool for cats Down the pub, I'm seeing my reflection. I'm looking slightly rough. I fancy this, I fancy that. I wanna be so flash. I'll give a little muscle and I'll spend a little cash. But all I get is bitter and a nasty little rash. And by the time I'm sober, I've forgotten what I've had. And everybody tells me that it's cool to be a cat. Cool for cats. Wasn't that a nice song? That takes me right back to a long time ago. How long ago, Paul? Was it 79 did we decide that song? We think around about then, hasn't it? Gotta be. Yeah. Just as a complete, uh, you know, tangent, how old is Kevin Watley, Geordie Accent, star of Alvida Zenpit, and Inspector Morse and Lewis Lake with his tape trousers, which is like Inspector Morse, but rubbish. 57. Um, 65. Oh, really? Is he? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, just before Christmas, I went to the pub, what's it called? The Trout, where Morse and that was filmed. They meet. In Oxford? Yeah. Okay. Nice pub. So, the river. Whatever. Nice. telling you. He wasn't there, though. Well, he's dead. No, that's what I mean. He wasn't there. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, you got light flashing. Have I? Oh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Hang what's on. That? Oh, hang on. Hey, get excited. You've got a call. Hang on. Hang on. Let's just, uh, let's just get this done right. Hang on. I've got to stop that. I've got to press this. Oh, hang on. Good morning, 7FM. Ah, uh, hello, it's Jules Holland here. Is Andy Clark there, please? I certainly am, sir. You are the, the Jules Holland. Ah, uh, excellent. And you are the Andy Clark. <laughs> communicated. Marvellous. So, Jules, you're, you're doing a tour at the moment, a UK tour, and you're going to be in Cheltenham on the 10th of November. What, what's the tour all about with your Rhythm and Blues Orchestra? Uh, well, um, yes, the tour is all about... Uh, there's, there's, after the Rhythm and Blues Orchestra, there's, of course, Ruby Turner, who's the greatest 
sort of blues and gospel singer living on earth. Um, Rico Rodriguez on the trombone, of course, a great cigar legend. Uh, Gilson is on the drums, he used to be in Squeeze With Me. And also, um, on this occasion, we've got Roland Gift. Oh, Fine Young Cannibals, yeah. The man with the Fine Young Cannibals. And as coincidence have it, of course, their big record, Good Thing, I... Um, I played the piano on that, so it's nice to sort of reenact that moment on stage. Fantastic. You've got a new album coming out as well, being released in December, The Golden Age of Song. And you've got some fantastic guests on that, Jesse J, Tom Jones, James Morrison, people like that, Paul Weller even. Yes, I tell you, one of the great things about music is it doesn't matter how long you look at it or how long you keep sort of... um, uh, engaging in it, there's always something new to discover. That's the, the great thing. On this particular record, um, we decided to take things from what you would call the golden age of song, which, of course, um, is a, a big period, going back to, I suppose, the 1920s is the yeah. earliest one, and the latest one is from the 1970s. But there was, there were, there were, it was wonderful to learn or start to get inside songs that I hadn't really sort of heard before rumor did accentuate the positive uh, but i'd sort of know you know there were songs that you sort of thought you knew but i didn't really know that that well and it was it's just been great getting to know the songs and hearing sort of modern voices seeing some of the the, the sort of um old songs and um and, and a, a lot of modern artists of course always that that you know anybody who has an interest in music will have an old song Oh, yeah, they like. And then the great thing is it, it reinvents it and it no longer is an old song and it becomes new because, you know, it, as soon as somebody makes a piece of music and you hear it, then it's brand new. I was watching your Radio 2 Webbery, as you called it, um, with a demo of a Boogie Woogie or 8 to the Bar. How do you talk and play? I can't do that. I play the piano as well, but I can't talk. I can do a little bit of singing, but I, can't, I just cannot talk and play. Is that a problem for you or not? No, I think it's... I tell you, I think it's... Uh, it is... Uh, I'm not quite sure. I think you have to sort of... It's a bit like playing boogie-woogie piano, actually, or any sort sort of piano where you use both hands. You have to forget. <laughs> uh, you have to start one going, and then, and then, give it, then it has to have a mind of its own. One, one hand's got one mind, and one's got another. Yeah, I can relate to that totally. I remember watching Liberace as a kid, and he did 16 to the bar. That's something I would imagine you'd do with ease, but uh, I just can't get my head around that. That's too I've fast seen, for me. I've seen that footage. It sounded great, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah, yeah, that is good. From the sort of 70s. Your radio show, or experiences, as you refer to it, I know you're really keen to introduce new talent and new musicians. How did you make it without the media? support back in those days i mean it's the x factor and things like that are just common knowledge but how did you make it well i suppose other um, than talent of course <laughs> well thank you yes. <laughs> uh, i suppose there's there's always really been musicians that have been um have managed to some have been fortunate enough to be a success yeah. and i suppose the real thing for me was I mean, it's a long story, but, you know, when Squeeze started, there were things like Top of the Pops, there were things like, um, actually MTV hadn't really quite started then. There were, the the radio was much more important than it is now, and people bought lots of records. It was in the psyche to, for people to buy, you know, I think when uh, Call for Cats was uh, in the charts, it was selling, it sold like sort of half a million copies. It only got to number two. Whereas nowadays, to get to number one, you have to sell sort of 20,000 copies or something. It's The things have changed a lot, you know, in, in the way people buy and receive records and everything. But I think the overall thing was, I suppose, by 
being on the television, by being on the on TV shows, and and by touring a lot, I suppose playing to people, and I think that's the real key to it is to is to be able to deliver that thing of 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 that moment of joy when when you, when you're uh, playing live and bringing an atmosphere of of joy to people, I suppose, and I think that that is the word of mouth. People then sort of say, "Oh, that was that was you know." Um, that was a good thing. Let's go and see that again. What, what do you think of the X Factor? Is it something you, you approve of or admire or do you just detest it? Well, no, I don't sort of... Uh, I don't sort of... Uh, well, I mean, I suppose I approve of it, really, because I think anything that gives somebody a, a break... I mean, I think the trouble is there's not enough... There's not enough television programmes. I mean, on my television programme, there's, there's, that's one, but we could do... With, there's enough artists and a lot of music to feel like television program every night so the more programs there are the better but i suppose that the focus of the x factor is much more about uh it's more about a competition than it is about the music and it's more about what maybe somebody's going to burst into tears or whatever (laughs) and the entertainment factor Um, and that's slightly it's entertainment and there's nothing wrong with that and that's and 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 i think it also gives some people a break so that's great but it's um, a slightly different thing to um wanting to, to, to having music because you're taking the music more the music itself being important so you were talking about your tv show later with jules holland i mean that's now in its 41st series well i tell you what unbelievably it's 20 years of it that's unbe- amazingly this series is about the 20th year of it yeah it is isn't it? and in fact in four days time on the 5th of november it will be uh 25 years to no, sorry, it'll be 30 years to the day that the Tube first broadcast I mean, used live to watch that as a kid. Which, for those of you that weren't old enough to remember, it was a live show that I used to do with Paul Yates. Oh, yeah, I remember it very of, well. Um, set the set the low standard of, of, of shoddy television presentation. Not at all. No, I mean it, to be honest, it was it was a, it was a, there was a massive cult following. I remember watching it and watching you on there when I was a kid. And that was great. I think it was a fantastic show. I think one of the things it did do it introduced for the first time to the television in lots of ways um spontaneous uh you know genuine genuinely improvised sort of tv and some of it wasn't very good and some of it was and some of it was right on the edge and some of it was great but it was it was different it was the first time anybody that the lunatics had allowed to be in <laughs> charge of the asylum i think didn't that um, first air frankie goes to hollywood and um, relax yeah was there that... was a lot of frankie goes to hollywood on it there was a lot of um a lot of people got their first sort of uh things on it it was great it was their first breaks on it it was yeah. it was great actually you know and we had lots of amazing people on um i think paul well the jam did their last show together that was the the, the, the jam's last performance was, was on the first show i think but there was lots of great stuff you know tina turner's sort of big comeback where she had you know um all those records where she came where she sort of returned after being in with um um like and Tina Turner sort of thing that that was all at that time so there was loads of great stuff on it uh, and also it was it did uh, I was in Germany doing some shows and a very nice man from the record company said ah oh, Jules you're very spontanic I thought that's a rather good word the, John, the German word for spontaneous and sort of uh, 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 and improvised and I think that that's what that would have been a good word for the tube spontanic yeah, really, really. and I went recently to have, uh, I was in Newcastle, and I went past, and it's all all the buildings and everything are flattened, all gone. Everything's gone rather sad. Oh, that is sad. They, so, I mean, y- you were a household name back then, but I think you're even more so now. You know, from from before then. How, how do you feel about that? Well, uh, it's nice. To, I, I like being a household name. I like being sort of um, sort of a soap brand or a 
type of hoover or something. <laughs> yes. Or a nice radio you'd have in the corner. The jewels so hoover. I, <laughs> yes. I hope that, yes, the Holland model, which we have in that, the home. <laughs> well, I, I think it's, it's I suppose um, by staying on, it's, it's by carrying on doing the thing you do, it's, and, um, and, and never really reinventing yourself just by carrying on. Um, I think maybe that's been what I've done and, you know, people can like what I've done or dislike it, but that's me. That's what I've done. So um, there we are. Um, and and, it, and of course, it's 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 not it's good to be. Um, uh, it, it's nice if people know you and like what you do. And if they don't like what you do, of course, they don't have to watch it or come and see it. But um, I, it's uh, me. I'm very fortunate because I've I've had the best job in the world. Really, you know, I really have because I've played with people that I've really loved and I've played the music I've really loved. So um, I can't complain at all. I see that Glenn Tilbrook and, and Chris Difford are taking Squeeze back on the road in November, December for this pop-up shop tour. Is there going to be any special guest appearances from a uh, pianist, do you think? Or well, not? I don't think so, because, in fact, I spoke to them the other day, but, of course, myself and Gilson, the drummer, we loved being Squeeze and everything, but that was um, a while ago, and, and really the big band takes up so much of our time that they're really, it's very hard to fit sort of anything else in, really. And um, and we've sort of been there and enjoyed that. So it's uh, it's important to sort of, you know, there's enough of our own things to keep us sort of busy. I see that he referred to you as Julian as well on a on a podcast I was watching the other day. Does anybody else call you that ever? Oh, yes, quite often actually. In the cafe around the corner where they've known me since I was um, two, uh, oh, I used to have my breakfast there. Um, they do because that's what I was called. And in fact, it was Glenn Tilbrook that abbreviated me to Jules. Was it really? Julian. So some people still do, yeah, which I'm so perfectly happy with. Fantastic. So, I mean, you were saying about when you were uh, you were young around there, so I know you played, you've played by ear uh, fluently since you were around eight. My mum always tried to stop me playing. My music teacher said, no, don't do that, it's a gift. Have you ever had piano lessons? And did your family support you with that sort of thing? Or did you um, just do it? Well, y- yes. I'd, I got, once they could see that I could sort of play by ear, which you're right, it's a gift, you know. And you, mm. they could, I was sent off to... Um, uh, the, the local piano teacher, but that I just couldn't really get uh, my head around because <laughs> I could play the sort of boogie woogie piano, and it yeah. was amazing to discover that and and, and that sort of music and, the, and 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 rock and roll and all that. I thought this is great to be able to play this, and, and I wanted to find out more and just play more of that. But when I got sent to the piano lessons, of course, they play. It's boring, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so could you play the dance of the pixies and these sort of very rather. <laughs> Um, sort of babyish tunes, really, yeah, exactly. uh, which were perfectly all right, but they weren't getting me going. And I yeah. thought, well, I don't want to do this. And I think I sort of unconsciously maybe made a decision then, really, only to play the music you love, because I think that's the only music, you you know, you you, you can play with conviction. If, it's, if you don't love it, you can't make it sound right, and it's hard to learn it. I've um, been very fortunate. That's really why I've been incredibly fortunate uh, in my musical career is that I've just played the music I've loved um, and uh, and you know when I was young people said did you work hard you must have did you stayed in practicing when everybody else was having a nice time playing in the street well it wasn't really I just because I was trying I was playing what I loved I'm just trying yeah. to figure out what I, the music I loved so I've been very fortunate in that because some people don't have to play music they don't particularly like I got a Yamaha Clavinova because I haven't got the space do you use any electric stuff or is it all acoustic pianos uh, yeah, and I have a, a, a I have one of those pianos as well. They're great, you know. They're um, I use uh, we use um, uh, uh, yeah, we use them a lot. We, we, I have all sorts of pianos, and the, and, the, and the, the, the the digital ones are great because you can plug them 
in and in the and and they those those particular ones you're talking about have a you know they're weighted keys you can yeah. plug a headphone in so you don't sort of bother the neighbours <laughs> although the truth of it is I always would, would have would have bothered the neighbours because <laughs> it's not the piano that disturbs them it's my beating foot but as soon as I start it? to play my foot starts to bang oh I can relate time, to that and that's, uh, that's uh, there's no getting around that so what so, you need actually is a concrete floor a <laughs> <laughs> box absolutely so I mean I mean lastly then if you weren't entertaining and performing and playing what would you be doing what's your next love or enjoyment um, good question. If I wasn't, what would I be doing? I'd probably be, it would, if I wasn't able to do that, I think, goodness knows what my life would have been. Probably a disaster. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I dread to think, um, I would, what would I have been doing? I would have been in a room crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to say, it's been absolutely fantastic. You've, you, and I'm not just saying this. You have been a, a real um, inspiration to me over the years with with your playing and stuff like that. I love your style; it's fantastic. Well, um, thanks very much. Very, very nice to talk to you, Andy. No, thank you. Absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate that. Good luck on the tour. I'll be coming thanks to listen. Andy. Thanks, Charles. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Wow. Yes. That was really awesome. nice for him to phone in. It was, it was, it was. And I know it's quite a long interview, but uh, I just... Yeah, but you only get the Jules Holland. The, the once. The Andy Clark. Yes. Well, we're communicating. Great. It's good. Yes. I, oh, everything after sh- that, that's a letdown now. Yeah. Right, you two get out. <laughs> uh, and I'll have enough of you. To be oh, frank. Fair enough. Both, both do the show on his own? Yeah. I've listened to your oh. show when you've done it occasionally on the Sunday morning and it's totally different. Of course it's totally different because I ain't got two idiots in here I've got to talk to. <laughs> no <laughs> offence, no offence, no offence. Can we, can we, because just off air, Pete mentioned to me he's taking his wife away for uh, Where are you taking her? Have we got any sleazy music for the background? Uh, there must be some sleazy music. Yeah, hang on a minute. Two secs, two secs. <laughs> just, uh, I can see by the look in his face yeah. that inside his head he's calling me rude names now. <laughs> right, oh. Uh, no, and I'm they're not things you could read on air. Don't tell us too much. Don't start rubbing your thigh. That's another habit he's got. Why do you always rub your thigh? It was an itch. <laughs> I don't scratch myself like this. Not anymore. Oh, look, I've got an itchy thigh. Itchy what? Oh, I haven't got. I haven't got I'm it. Just scratching. Hang on. Let me what about move closer? What? Move closer. Actually, this will do, won't it? Yeah, that's sleazy enough. Go on then, that's sleazy enough. Go on then, tell us about your romantic weekend then. Uh, we're going to Birmingham next Saturday morning. Hang on, that's enough. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> End of the interview. Yeah. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. <laughs> Where are you taking her? Well, we're the ball ring. taking her at the ball ring. <laughs> Shopping in the day. Perry Bar dog racing. Oh, so romantic, like isn't it? Like, <laughs> what? Did I, a what? Candle, is there a candlelit involved in this? Yeah. No. Do you know what? Because we got football on Sunday. Oh, what are you? You know to treat Bella a woman. Liverpool. She said, I'll, I'll take you. At the dogs. She's going to say, forget romantic meal. We are going... <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> oh. You have been taking out the dogs. That's the end of the show, folks. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I've never been taken at the dogs. To be honest. I've never been taken at the ball ring neither. So are you going to take her up there as well? <laughs> no, Sunday afternoon. It's for she, shopping, yeah. She's going to take me to the Villa Chippy. She said oh she's going to take you at the Chippy. Oh, nice one. Oh my god, what a weekend! <laughs>
<sighs> You're a romantic. Yeah, I'll you tell are, you, mate. Piers, love it. Yeah. Uh, Piers Brosnan. Nothing on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Football, yeah. dogs, chips. <laughs> yeah. Rom- no, but to be fair, oh, down to earth. Yeah, That's what we are. No, he is. Pete is down to earth. Down to earth. He's, He's underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you shouting punching above me? That's what they call oh, him. Oh no, I'm, yeah. I'm only joking. That, that was funny. My stomach's aching. Oh yeah. There's no right or wrong way to treat a lady. No, well, and, there is. Uh, <laughs> you don't beat her with a stick now, isn't it? Yeah, not anymore. And if that's what makes your lady happy, then, you know, that's her funeral. She, yeah, she, she turned around and she said, as long as I'm with you, it oh, doesn't matter. Is she listening? Is she listening? Probably not, though. No. I'll get her to ring in and say what she really means. A bit of sick came up in my throat, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet, she's, oh, I bet she's tweeting all her mates now. She must really love you, mind. She must do. In, in ways, ways uh, you would understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, there you go. Oh, I can't read any of that. That's sort of anticlimax now. Oh, dear. Got a hanky. Oh. Uh, Dad's Army. Oh, I wouldn't mind going seeing Dad's oh, Army. Oh, no, we're talking. Quite yeah. a few reviews, isn't it? Yeah. But, it's it? A cinema remake of the classic sitcom, the uh, Wal- Walmington on Sea Home Guard platoon deal with a visiting female journalist and a German spy as World War II draws to its conclusion. Do you think this is going to open the floodgates now of uh, making films based on old British comedies? I don't know. What, what shall, what, They've already they do done like some of those. Because they aren't about doing um, a movie of um, <clears throat> some others do have them and actually bring back um, Michael Crawford. What, as an old version of himself? Yeah. What about Sorry? That was good. Oh, was good. yeah. I could play the theme tune to that. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> Sing the team tune, play the team tune. It's like in the years to come, they do like an Only Fools and Horses movie. They made Fools and Horses movies. Well, yeah, featured. They won the million, didn't they? They did. um, Are you being served? Was a movie, wasn't it? They made a movie about that. They don't show. In fact, there already was a Dad's Army movie, wasn't there? Was it? Yeah, with them in it. Yeah. Have you noticed the guy, the English guy, who's in? Wayward Pines. He's um, he's playing Captain Manor in, isn't he? Because he looks I like him. Don't know. So the... They're getting people to play somebody because they look like them. Yeah. So who would you get to play you? Who would I get to play me? In your life story of uh, the street, Pete the Street, the life story of. Who would you uh, get him? Caroline once said I looked like Christopher Piggins, which I thought was good. <laughs> <laughs> now then, now then. <laughs> I said which bit? Christopher Biggins. That's not you don't nice, like it? Christopher Biggins. Can we, I'm going to just Google him and let's see if we can get a likeness here. I don't um, know who would play me. Who would play Paul? Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> it, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise would not play Peter Paul. Peter no, Paul. I'd say Piers Brosnan. Piers Brosnan, what a very short version. I am the same height as Tom Cruise. That's true. Well, he's about half an inch taller than me. Ooh. Ooh, listen to this. Listen to this, Paul. Go on. You could do some of this for your face. Okay. Elixir. Right. Elixir of youth treatments that prevent ageing could be in prospect after an extraordinary experiment in which the lifespan of mice was extended by up to 35%. Blimey. Okay, I'll have some of that. Smoking. Yeah, no, I don't see any of that, no. Figures suggest that indoor smoking ban has led up to 40% cut in heart attacks in Britain. That's unbelievable. That is a lot. I'm just going to show you a picture of Christopher Biggins and see what you think. Oh, no. I don't think you look like Christopher Biggins. No, look at that. Look, no, look. Same glasses. Look. Yeah. You look like that. No, no that's harsh. So, what, you, your wife. That's what. Sorry, she's not married. Is that what your illegitimate other half calls you? <laughs> yes. That's horrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take up the dogs again. No, all the boring. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Even if they have got a 50% discount on all uh, leatherware. <laughs> 
Yeah, so uh, you're talking about smoking again and how disgusting it is. Oh, I hate it's, it. It's I really don't like it. I really don't like it. I can't stand. I don't know why I do it. Flick fag ends out of the bloody cars. Oh, yes. I want to I wanna, mm. I wanna stop the car yeah. and get them and Smash ram it into their them. face. Yeah. Do you feel so angry about people now with electric cigarettes? Or do you think that's kind of, that's all right? As long as they don't blow it in my face. Yeah, I agree. As long as they don't blow it in my face, I, I don't agree. care, because otherwise I just go, <laughs> and blow a guff into their face. There was a very, mouth. a Jasper Carrot I once. A, I have a, well, I'm not worried, Craig. No, I know. <laughs> Jasper Carrot once said, apparently he was asked at a meal, uh, someone said to him, do you mind if I smoke in between courses? And he said, no, do you mind if I fart? Yeah. Which That's is, it. I like Good that. Point. Uh, yeah. Good answer. Good. So I was just reading a part of my um, human factors as uh, as part of the air. Oh, we were going to bring the questions. We were, and I forgot. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fair enough. Um, so one of the questions is um, somebody who smokes. Uh, well, I'll tell you the answer. If if you smoke, you will suffer from hypoxia at a lower altitude than someone who doesn't. Well, well. Yeah. Uh, what's hypoxia? Oh, it's where um, you have too much carbon dioxide in your body and not enough oxygen. Oh, blimey. So, again, I've learned about the fact that you breathe faster, not because you need more oxygen, but you have too much carbon dioxide in your body. Does your body produce CO2, or it just means it can't get rid of it effectively? No, what, what happens is, you, as you breathe in, yeah. your, your lungs um, oxygenate the haemoglobin in the blood, yeah. which circulates and then gives oxygen to the cells of the body yeah and then as you ex then it also puts any any um carbon dioxide into the lungs and as you breathe out to get rid of it yeah you breathe out carbon dioxide <laughs> so the, the reading the breathing is regulated by how much carbon dioxide you have oh. i didn't know so that you know what i love about this show five minutes ago i wet myself laughing at him taking his wife at the ball ring and yeah. now we're talking about serious medical you wouldn't get that anywhere you wouldn't else. get that this uh, is like that's life in it <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> yeah because they always had like the light topic and then you they think yeah. you were some Real hard. Are you going to be? He, he, you'll have to be Richard Stilgo because you play the piano. Yeah, you could be Esther Ransom. Yeah, because you've got your teeth stick out a bit. Yeah. And um, you can be the short fat one. <laughs> I know Cyril. What's his name? Cyril. Oh, used to sit in that big chair. Yeah, yeah and tell your story. Oh, Cyril. Uh... Oh, Fletcher. Good Cyril. man. No, I only just reached my phone. He got it. He used to sing those. O no, no. Stilgo. Stilgo used to do the odes. Yeah, and um, what's his name? He used to do poems, didn't he? Yes, that's right. Yeah. You've got a good memory. Yeah. Was and, and wasn't Jeremy Paxman on that? Didn't oh, he? no, no, you're muddling with that guy who looks a bit like him. The skinny guy? Yes. Uh, Do you Chris, remember the dog who said Chris sausages? Searle, wasn't there? Chris Searle is the one you're thinking of. Yeah, the dog said sausages. Yeah, sausages. Which is and he was driving a car. Growling and getting his throat and going, Do you remember oh, he drove a car? It was a Sierra. He drove a white Sierra. I remember that. Blue Sierra. It great on a Sunday night. Yeah, yeah why didn't he bring it back? That's life. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, there's probably too many. Uh, the thing is, a lot of it probably spawned a lot of other TV shows that would be now seen as, as um, oh, I don't know. They used to have root vegetables, didn't they? Or vegetables that look like other things. Did you see that one we had? That carrot with the two things? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, that's amazing. They had to make a movie about that life, didn't they? Make a movie. Yeah. Did you, I was watching an episode on one of the old TV channels, Bottom. Oh, with yeah. Rick Mayo. Rick Mayo, and, yeah. and, some, and they invented a cocktail called the Esther Ranson. And he said, why do you call it Lester Ranson? He said, because when you drink it, it pulls your gums back over your teeth. Ah. And they both take a big sip and go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny. It's probably better of a visual joke, that. But yeah, um, probably, yeah. Never mind. A primary school head teacher has been mocked online after tweeting that evolution is not a fact. Okay. Oh, I bet the churches won't like that. Hang on, no, he's saying evolution is not a fact, so the churches will <coughs> like that. Yeah, the churches will like that, yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Creationism. Yeah, yeah. We get Father Andrew over here and have a proper debate about this. What, a mass one? Yeah. Okay. Um, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange says he may, need, he may possibly turn himself over 
to the Metropolitan, Metropolitan Police today. Really? He must have had enough. You know, you must get to the stage where you think, I am not giving in. Yeah. I am not giving in. I am going to give in now. Because I've done it, What I want to know, yeah. how does he get his shopping? Um, he a fake beard and nip out the back door. Uh, yeah, he's probably nipping out the back door. And, Along um, with Pete. Yeah. At the ball ring. Yeah. Some eggs. North Korea appears to be preparing a launch for, of a long-range missile, oh, according dear. to South Korea's Defence Ministry and Japanese media. So where are they going to fire it? Up in the air. In America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it works. <laughs> We've annihilated New York. Yeah. Yeah. Mission accomplished. So I thought this was interesting about what Ford are doing, about the new GT, the Ford GT. Uh, you have to pass a test to buy a 2017 Ford GT supercar. So Ford has confirmed that it plans to perform extensive vetting on people who want to buy the new 2017 Ford GT. Blimey. The automaker is producing 250 GTs that will be available for sale at the end of uh, this year, all of which that will be subject to a test. The process, which involves an online application, will reward customers who have been loyal to the brand. Blimey, no point pointing your finger at me because I don't know what page you're in. Okay. I haven't even got it in yet. Ford, Pete hasn't even picked it up. It's not what I heard. Ford, uh, Ford hopes that the cars will go to buyers that will actually drive the car rather than keep it uh, off-road and then resell it. The test will ask questions like how many Ford vehicles a person has owned as well as requesting information uh, about how often a buyer plans to drive the car. Mm. Ford will also probe how active a person is on social media. Applicants will also have to sign a contract that means they can't sell the vehicle for a certain length of time. That I can get, but why are they, why are they checking out people active on social media? What's it got well, to do with them? <clears throat> because it's all advertising. So for someone like myself or yourself, yeah. then we would be an ideal candidate because we're very active. Yeah. Um, we're on social media. We are important people in the, uh, in the celebrity Local sort of ring. Uh, and the ball uh, sort yeah. of uh, ring. Don't start me And, off. Um, <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> you have started me off. I need Top to gear. Now. Top gear. <coughs> Bless me. It's Pro- just... Professionally. I gave, yeah. you every, I gave you every clue. Well, you didn't say... Didn't say the fader. Drop no, the but I did say I'm going to cough now and turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right now. It's top gear. Yeah. So, friend star Matt LeBlanc is going to be one of the new co-presenters of Top Gear, along with Christopher Evans. Oh, I thought it was Raymond Blanc that was going to do that. That's the chef, in it? Top Gear? No, it's not a joke that was serious. I thought it was Raymond Blanc. I get confused. I don't know enough about TV people. You don't. Do you know what, uh, Alex... Uh, Alex let us know that it was actually Andy Turvey... Kevin's brother. Oh, yeah. Who, um, who does the voice of Tesco uh, checkouts, ah. Tills, automated checkout. Because he prefer, was... I prefer the female voice that was there before, though. It was a bloke before, a shouty one. Was it? Apparently. Oh, that's it what it says. Oh, it might have been a female shouty. Yeah, love. Put, uh, put stuff in bag. <coughs> that'd, that'd, be, that'd be more authentic, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, put stuff in bag. Oh, God. It's funny, because the Marks and Spencers one always says... As you're check, as you're pressing start um, to actually put your stuff through the checkout, it always says after it started, "Do you have a Marks and Spencer's loyalty card?" And I always say no. I every time I go, no, I'm. <laughs> Does it speak to you, or do you have to press a button that says no? Well, it speaks to me, and then you press a button, and then I just say no. I don't just say no. Just say no. It's like Zamo at Grange Hill. Mm-hmm. Just say no. That was a tune, blank. Yeah. What a song. What? what? Great chill. Just say no. What? The the actual song they sang? That was great. Do you know what I'm talking As about? As a kid? Yeah. 
It was, yeah, it was a Grain Chill single, wasn't it? An anti-drug single. Do you reckon we yeah. got it? No way. Do you reckon we have? Yeah. And wasn't there a certain irony? Didn't he, he died, didn't he, recently? Was, was there, were there drugs no, involved? Not, not the guy with Zamo, no. Are you sure? Are you sure? Sorry, I'm off mic. No, I... I'm going to Google that, because I th- I'm sure there was some ironic, you know, like he was had a drink problem or something. Zamo. Someone from Grangeville did die recently. Maybe I can't that, remember his name now. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Right, Zamo Grangeville, I'm on it while Andy's looking for the song. Um, oh, where are the Grangeville kids now? Uh, oh, Lee McDonald, that was his name. Come on. Internet's slow. He now owns like a... It's like a DIY shop or something there. Okay. Or shop for, like, car parts. Do this is it? Nah, oh, that's the theme, theme tune. tune. Yeah, that's not it. Uh, it's probably not on there. Todd Carty pays tribute to the Grand Children. Mm. This could be it. Oh, no. no. It was called Just Say No. Oh, it was Terry Sue Pat, I think his name, who died. Oh, really? Um, was found in his flat. Yeah. He played um, Benny Green. That's him. Oh, I remember Benny Green. He was a black kid. Was Hang he, on, was he get... mate, no. mates with Tucker? Yeah, sorry. The actor who played Tucker Jenkins... Oh, sorry, no, this is... It's Todd Carty, said he's deeply saddened, by the sudden death of Grangeville co-star Terry Supat. The actor who played Tucker Jenkins alongside Terry's Benny Green took to Twitter to express his grief. So when was that? That was last... That was 2015. So I don't know about his ammo. Okay. <clears throat> Good stuff. Uh, Lego has produced its first disabled minifigure to the delight of a campaigning parent upset that millions of children are not represented in some of the world's most popular toys. Mm. That's good. Okay. Stacey Solomon, oh, hello, hello. It's confirmed a romance with a fellow. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here when Joe Swash. Who cares? <laughs> Do you see what oh, it says underneath? I, I like what it says underneath, though. What, what does it say? It's wondering if they split who gets custody of the brain cell. Ooh, oh, oh, come on. She's lovely. Oh, she uh, is... Stacey Solomon, she is lovely. She is, actually. Nice, yeah. I have yeah. found out, actually, about Zamo. I've oh, got the real you? story. So, okay, yeah. Go on. Uh, Cheeky Zamo became a heroin addict, which put him at the centre of Grain Shield's most famous storyline in 1986. Lee had aspirations to be a boxer, but this ambition was hindered after a car crash. He became a locksmith, although still does That's occasional it. work in television, including Sky One's Cirque du Celebrity. There you go. That's it. <clears throat> so he's not dead? No. Okay. That was Terry Supat. Okay. Uh, a, a man has been detained by police outside Taylor Swift's Bel Air home. Yeah. Okay, that's good. What is that then? Dunno. I'm really interested. No, not me. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not gone really quick today. That's the quickness of it, though. It's 22. Flies by. Yeah. Uh, according to new research, an average pair of Facebook users now have only 3.57 degrees of separation between them. Oh, gosh. How interesting. Uh, I, Facebook does my head in. Does it? Tweet that out. Hang on. There you go. Done it. Um, <laughs> Reese Rither- Witherspoon has opened up. Uh, opened up about the struggle she faced with sexism in Hollywood. Mm. So that somebody. Um, uh, that was another Umar joke. That was. Oh, here we go. He was. You'd say something like, uh, "Oh, um, that. Um, if you about that girl, she'd been. She'd been murdered. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, tragic. Thing. She was in that um, blonde thing. That song about the blonde. 
uh, blonde, legally blonde, I think it was. Yeah. And you say, oh, yeah, Reese, um, Reese, and they go, with a spoon. You say, no, no, it was with a knife, I think. Do <laughs> you get that? True story. Yeah. Listen, it, that also reminds me of the joke when we were kids. You were talking about the two racing drivers, James Hunt and Nicky, um... Louder. James Hunt and Nicky, um... Uh. Louder. No, it's gone. Okay. And in other news... Yeah. Um, I've lost it. Oh, no, I was going to make a joke. <clears throat> oh, yes, um, yeah, Peter Street has opened up about the struggles he's faced with, uh, sexism on 7FM. Oh, yeah, yes. Because, <laughs> uh, nobody wants to have sex with him, uh, apparently. I won't no, know no about my, um, problem with donut. It's <clears throat> fair enough. Yeah. Homer. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> so what are you doing later today, then, Paul? Um, uh, it's going to be really boring. I'm running again. <laughs> running. Going for coffee with Fit Fee. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. There's Go. a lovely now. Going for them for coffee with, uh, uh with Fit Nicky. Who's Fit Nicky? Uh, he, where's he work? Nikki, you met Nicky at where's my, he work? my party. She. Blonde hair. Nah, I don't remember. Very good looking. And then, um, coming home, filling myself full of lardy bottom food, because it's a Saturday and I do, and then I shall open some wine, because I haven't had any drinks since last Saturday. Be- put that in your pipe and smoke it. There you go. <laughs> do you want to, why don't you come and run with me? I've got to go to Birmingham now. Oh, yeah. It's all right. We can fit in a quick eight miles first. I'm going to ask you some questions, and I don't want you to look at the answers, right. okay? Yep. In the news ten years ago, Michael Jackson Jackson went shopping disguised as what? A chimp. No. Uh, is it, was it something religious? Like a, no, well, no, it would you, be none, would it? You could say that, but it's... Think about that. Think about that. All right. Okay. People could text in, couldn't they? Or yeah, they can. Tweet in if they bothered. Yeah, yeah, we just do one of them make it up. Wouldn't hurt you. Um, in the news five years ago, a bungling bomb disposal robot hit the news after a bomb was found in a garage on a busy San Francisco street. Why? Why did the robot hit the headlines? Yeah. Well, it blew it blew up. Yeah, it did. It basically right? managed to drop and then run over the light grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. And then in the news one years ago, uh, one year ago, hundreds of people have contributed tens of thousands of dollars to help a Detroit man who says he typically walks how many miles to get to and from work every oh, day? Oh, remember this? It was about 30 miles, wasn't it? And 21. They, they bought him a car. Yeah. You remember that? Why couldn't he buy his own car? He didn't have enough money to buy a car, oh. so because he was looking after his family, he walks to work. God, Mr. Flipping Nasty over here. Yeah, not the way you Park your brand in. new car at the front there. Yeah, it's all right blimmin- for you to say, you're going to walk <laughs> 20 minutes to 7FM. You blimmin' Rolls Royce. <laughs> is it a Rolls Royce? Yeah, yeah. it is. So, do you it's remember- a Rolls Canardly. <laughs> Canardly <laughs> Rolls. Drives so, down hills, but Canardly drive up them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Jackson went shopping disguised as an Arab woman. Oh. As you do. Yeah. Mind you, that's an average Saturday morning for you, isn't it? Yeah. You always do that, don't you? I do. I do. Must I do. Have, uh, <laughs> so my question is, if I've got my exam when I get out of here in a bit... Do you just have to drive to the airport and yeah. do the exam? Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. do you not have to book in? No, in no, 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 no. Just pitch up just and go pitch up the exam. To, yeah. Do you think I should... So last night I did the two, the three papers of both subjects, the so six papers. Right. Uh, so I did two subjects, three papers in each, and I got 100% in all six. Yeah. Should I redo them before I go or not bother? Because no. I've done them. Don't bother. Okay. Do they all, will they all know you, or was there a chance there might be somebody new in there? Um, well, now I know Livy, the, the Brazilian bird. Right. That's lady, sorry. Right. <laughs> Brazilian bird, I'll get me. Sexist pig. Why yeah. don't you, for a laugh, put on some massively, massively thick kind of bottle-top glasses, 
and kind of fumble your way in. You say, I want to fly a plane. Say, I've, um, I'm coming well, like, to do my... See what they say. So, Alice... And then film it. Alice. The lovely Alice. Who the... Yeah. Who the... Is Alice. Is Alice. Yeah, so she, um... <laughs> she's doing a CPR. Now, I haven't spoke to her for 18 months, but I always used to ring her up and go, Oh, hello, um... Is that Arrows of Gloucester? And she go, yes, Eric, yes, it is. Oh, great. I want to talk to you. You fly planes, right? <laughs> yes, we do, yes. <laughs> and then, but, and the thing is, she would, every, she'd say to me, like, at the weekend, she, oh, I had a bloat ringer. I was adamant oh. it was you. Anyway, so I rang yesterday and I spoke to her. And she went, uh, Arrows Gloucester. I went, oh, uh, oh, hello, is that Arrows Flying Club in Gloucester? And she went, Yes, it is, yes. I went, oh, fantastic! Ah, I was wanted to ring you for a while. This is, um, this is, um, Andy Clark's. But I knew it was you. <laughs> I haven't spoke to you for 18 months, but I knew it was you. We should do spoof calls on this show. Yeah, we should. That's to your wife every up. week. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's phone up Pete's other half, pretend to be from Villa Park, as I mean, say he's been accused of, um, terrorism on the stands, and, uh, He's not allowed to go anymore. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Love that. Why don't we just say you've been banged up for um, horse muck stealing? Or, or we're from an online dating company. We've just heard on 7FM what, you know, what you're doing. We wonder if she wants free membership for a year. It's not nice, that's is it? It's not nice at all. Oh. I can't, I can't imagine what else a woman would want to do on Valentine's weekend, to be honest. Me neither. Actually, I, so I'm here mocking you like the coward that I am. What am I doing? I'm nothing. And you know when it is. <coughs> this weekend, next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, weekend. next weekend, 14th, yeah. Forget it. What yeah. are you doing? Uh, well, we've obviously got something planned. Yeah, what are you going to do? Let Karen cook you a curry? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't hurt <laughs> her, would it? So let's talk about music, shall we? So George Shelley says he has had girlfriends and boyfriends, Ooh. but doesn't believe an old-fashioned sexuality labels. Well, you, you think that, don't you? Ooh, major. And Keisha, you know? Yeah. The party don't start to I walk in. <clears throat> she says that... Uh, her, her mother, actually, has beaten a New York defamation lawsuit filed against her by producer Dr. Luke. Why are they doctors? They ain't doctors are nothing. Nothing. Doctors of rubbishology. Yep. Um, M83. What is that? Some sort of... Uh, is it some sort of protein? They're, uh, they're a French... Are they French, I think? Oh, mon Dieu. Snip oh. Have issued an open call for a female singer and keyboardist after parting ways with former member Morgan Kibbe. Right. Well, I can, I can play the keyboard. That doesn't sound that yeah. French, does it? No. M83. It's, I, it sounds like a protein or some sort of uh, rifle, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or a yeah. flight name. Yeah. Coming in, uh, flight uh, uh, M83, M83, please land uh, safely. Thank you. Over. <laughs> don't know why I did that. <laughs> That's did you perp. I don't know. Modern, uh, Madonna and Guy Ritchie's custody court date have been delayed by a month. I didn't even know they were still arguing about it. I know, but he's done it again. He's on his phone, and I don't know which they page you're on. So, uh... Fifteen. So, uh, a, a man has been detained by police outside Taylor Swift. No, 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 What page no. you on? Fifteen. Oh, fifteen. My, I doesn't go up to fifteen. Doesn't it? Oh. I've just... <laughs> oh, I know, I'm just, That's ironic, because as you said that about Madonna and Guy Ritchie, or I said it... She's tweeted you. No, I've just had a tweet from Relate Gloss, is now following us. Relate? Relate. The marriage guidance people? Yeah. How ironic, it's just... Well, we've just been talking about his matrimonial problems. Oh. Haven't we? That's why. <laughs> Is that why? Is that a problem? <clears throat> uh, Osborne's health issues have forced Black Sabbath to scrap another show. That's a shame. That is a shame. Yeah, he's normally so healthy, isn't he? Oh, no. I like... I <laughs> like <Shut> him! 
what you see is what you get with him. Yeah. And uh, Phil Collins. Oh, is, Alex loves Phil. His actress daughter Lily Collins is just friends with pop musician Nick Jonas. Following reports, two young stars have struck up a romantic. Yeah, of course they are. Phil. Phil, get round here in. Uh, and, uh... Me think he doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree with that. Oh! Yeah. Suddenly, uh... See what I did there? Suddenly. Yeah, name of an album. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, I've got that. I Suddenly, play that. Uh, I, I uh, play some Phil Collins there on at home, because oh, I like it. I love yeah, him. Yeah, Alex him. likes him, doesn't he? Pete's going to resurrect a uh, Phil Collins hour every week, uh, the Phil Collins tribute show. What's your show going to be? Rubbish. I don't... <laughs> Are you going to do two hours or just the hour? Two. Mm. Oh. Of what? Of what? Keeping I it... I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't decided whether I'll just do country or... Keeping it Collins! Oh, Keeping, Keeping it Collins! It Collins. Hey, Alex, Two hours! Alex Huskinson will, Huskinson will like, um, will love that. I he love loves it. Phil, he, he, he loves would. Phil. He would. Uh, you can only play music by Genesis either people that Phil are called Collins. Colin... Or Phil. Or have got Collins as a... In a that's brilliant! Yeah, yeah. Keeping it Collins. Keeping it Collins. Yeah. Keeping it Collins. That'd be quite you, wouldn't it? Colin, the, the uh, chair of uh, Cotsalos but Radio, could come in and, uh, yeah. Tell us all about him being called Colin. Listening figures would go through the roof. Do you reckon they would? Yeah. Mon- monkey tennis. <laughs> 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 Are we going to do the news, by the way, today? Yeah, we're going to get in a bother? minute. Yeah, we're I just realised we're, we're getting late. Do you want to do it? No. Okay, do you want to do it now? Oh, this is itchy yeah. ear. Hang on a minute. Itchy ear. Pen in my ear, too. Oh, no, Lovely. don't, because I wrote... No! Oh. God. Chomped the man who invented um, Johnson's cotton bud to be turned oh, in his grave. If, no, oh. no, no, no. So I'm going to go and use that next week. Oh, you've got yellow ink pen in here. You've got to stick oh, it in your mouth. Don't, don't even do that. That's horrible. <clears throat> Sorted that out. <clears throat> yeah, quite. <laughs> so, I'll, uh, we'll get ready for this now then. So, I'll get ready to play the jingle. The jingle. The one that we play. Yep. Which is this one on 7FM. Oh, hang on. What's Phil Mick saying? Shut When's up. When's Paul going to... D- oh, we don't oh, know. Why looks- do you keep asking? When I get a slot on Radio Caroline, Phil, I'll do it. Yeah, How about that? get him on there. But I need Andy with me to help, because I don't know what buttons to press. <clears throat> Idiot. That's what I say about <laughs> you, Paul. <laughs> Phil, don't encourage him, mate. No, Let's I encourage don't. Pete, because Pete's good. <laughs> Any Pete. A, he's a real DJ. We're going to discuss it, we said. Okay. Yeah, what are we going to discuss? We'll have Isn't a technical meeting about it afterwards. <clears throat> yeah, anyway, we're going to do the news now. So, deportation route and school success in the papers today. A decision by an MP to reveal that the unnamed, unnamed woman the UK has been told it cannot deport because of human rights laws is the daughter-in-law of convicted terrorist Abu Hamza. Makes the front pages on the Daily Telegraph. The Sun also leads on the story detailing the woman's criminal past and says the decision by Euro judges will pile pressure on Davis Cameron's renegotiation of Britain's EU membership, which has not yet touched on matters of law. The Guardian leads on an education story highlighting the Good Schools Guide conclusion that state scores have improved so massively that some of the UK's weaker private schools could end up being put out of business. And the same story leads to Times with the headline Private Schools in Crisis and the assertion by the Good Schools Guide editor that the independent education sector faces long-term decline as many middle-class parents save on school fees. One of those is Paul Orcott. Thank you. The Daily Mirror leads on an exclusive report of an ambush in Iraq which saw extremists from the Islamic State group fire rocket-propelled grenades at British SAS troops who had a very lucky escape and survived. The Daily Mail unusually opts for one large image on its front page. It shows many of the Syrians who are fleeing the city of Aleppo and have arrived at the Turkish border just one step away from Europe. Amid the ongoing EU negotiations, the Daily Express reports the astonishing intervention of European Parliament President Martin Scholz 
He said that given its continuous demands, the UK should leave the EU if that's what it wants. Yeah, so there. Yeah. Uh, if Britain was to exit the EU, the Financial Times suggests it may take a while for the country's biggest businesses to adjust. It's questioned all 100 firms in the FTSE 100 and found that only four have made detailed plans for a life after a Brexit. Meet the new bankers. Same as the old bankers is the intriguing headline on the Independence cover. It explains that the bosses of five of the UK's challenger banks, which were meant to spur competition and recovery in the sector, previously had senior roles at the bailout RBS. Scotty T's triumph in the celebrity Big Brother house came a little too late in the night for the early editions of the quality newspaper, The Daily Star. Who? Uh, Scotty T. Yeah. The paper had hedged hedged its bets with the front page pictures of him and eventually runner-up, and eventual runner-up, Stephanie Davis. Okay, long winter night's flying by there. And this is 7FM, it's the 6th of Feb, it's 9.55. That was the front pages today. Who, who, in the Lord of... Of all that's holy is Scotty T, for I don't goodness know. sake. Has I, anyone got the foggiest? Or who the hell's Stephanie? I don't know. Can you redo? I want you to redo the bit where it says, um, where is it? Let me just look. Uh, mid the young guy. No, no, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did I get something wrong? Yeah, no. Um, oh, it's me, actually. What? No, I'll do it. I'll redo all it. Right, all right, I'll redo it. Go on. Okay, here goes. This bit. <clears throat> Ready? Yep. Amid the ongoing EU negotiations, the Daily Express reports the astonishing in- intervention of European Parliament President Martin Scholz. He has said, given its continuous demands, the UK should leave the EU if that's what it wants. David Cameron responded, smell my cheese. Ha 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 Oh, we should stop that now, shouldn't we, really? Just fade that out. Good. Hmm. <laughs> True story. <laughs> the usual sensible news for <clears> us. <throat> this has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're quite a fun guy. Right, well, thanks. Yeah. So I'm not here next week. Uh, other mushrooms. Yeah, you're not here right. next week. Shriek. Let's check the view- listening fingers next week. See if they go up. Go up. See if it all yeah. go down. If yeah. they go down, he's back in the week after. If they yeah. go up... <laughs> t- touch <laughs> and go. <laughs> I don't want to say to his face. I'll do a lot behind his back. Let's go out with a song. Whoa, Let's go out with a song. We've been talking about a lot of love and stuff like that this today. So I think we should go out with this song, to be fair. I think we should. Do you think we should go out with this? What is, is love? love? Hadaway. Taking your missus up the That's what love this is. This reminds me of um, Gas Nightclub in Cheltenham. Gas. Back in the day. What a nightclub. It used to smell of gas, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> We'll be back next week, but with no Pete. No, have a great weekend. And you, love you, Pete. Bye-bye. Bye.
and around the world at 7fm.com.